0: Ladies and gentlemen, and messieurs, welcome to a special edition uh of the two-bit podcast. I think I'm gonna call this smack talk, but we'll see how it goes. I have finally gotten the mighty, <laughs> the 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 darkest mark, the smartest mark with a C, important distinction that I know. Mr. Mark Claire onto the show to talk about some wrestling. Hello, Mark.
1: Finally, the mark finally. has come to the two-bit podcast. What's up, Jason?
0: Uh yeah, we've been trying to set this up for a little bit. And uh, I've been bouncing ideas back. and forth. So I, I actually thought about maybe getting Buck uh, doing an invite with Buck Johnson as well. Buck's listening to this. Uh, then I figured, you know what? This has been hard enough to schedule this. And I thank you so much for making this time. I know you like race back home um, or raced. Uh, you, you, you said you uh, said some, was time some
1: racing, you know, I was doing some I was doing some weaving on, on the street. So the, the racing is appropriate, actually. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so I appreciate that, uh, and uh, welcome to the show. Well, I love talking so, wrestling,
1: so, you know, I'm happy to, uh, to, to bounce through traffic, uh, you know, ping-pong style, to, uh, to make it happen.
0: On the off chance that no one, this, people don't know who you are, do a quick intro, Impossible. and then we'll get into the uh, Wrestlemania, where the road to Wrestlemania has ended right here. It's ending right here at 2Bit Podcast, uh, and we'll go through the lineup and discuss uh, what we can expect this weekend.
1: Well, my name is Mark Claire, and I'm a lifelong wrestling fan since the age of eight when I first witnessed, I believe it was actually a tape was the first thing I ever saw, which was uh, I was actually gonna, I, I was actually joking about with the wrestling bio, but I'm just going to roll with it uh, It was actually a tape I first saw. Have you ever seen from the 80s? It was uh, this match. I think it was Hulk Hogan and Mean Gene teaming up against Don Morocco and Mr. Fuji. And my friend had this video. We watched a that bunch sounds, of videos
0: that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, we we like rent, went and rent, uh, rented a bunch of wrestling videos like WrestleMania four was one of them. But the, one of them was this this video with this match on it. And it had this whole train. And I, I remember this so distinctly was this training montage of Hulk Hogan training mean gene to, yes. uh, to be in this match with him. That's my first wrestling memory. But I, I have that, another that, podcast bio, too.
0: <laughs> that's in here. That's. <laughs> yes. So here's the craziest thing with wrestling. Right. Um, and we'll do we'll do my, we'll do some bona fides. I was a massive wrestling fan all through my childhood. Uh, right up to like basically, then I stopped watching for a bit, came back, uh, in, in sort of like the, you know, early mid nineties, then came back for the attitude, uh, era and the WCW, you know, Monday night war things. Uh, and then kind of lost interest again, again, and really haven't watched much of anything in the last 20 years. And it only really, the bloodline thing kind of got me back in. Mm because I kept hearing this stuff and I kept seeing clips of it. Um, the one thing that I kept doing was listening to all the kayfabe stuff. Like, I've been, like my guiltiest pleasure in the world is sitting there and listening to Jim Cornette or, you know, breaking kayfabe and all that stuff. And just hearing all this stuff. Um, so then I kept hearing this bloodline thing. I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. And then it got me back in pretty Pretty hard.
1: Yeah, well, so. I, I i similarly had a dark period at some point, probably around like 2004, 2005. I moved out to Los Angeles. I was a single guy. Things like wrestling kind of just fell to the wayside. And maybe there was part of me that was like, well, I'm kind of an adult now, so I'm not gonna, you know, watch wrestling. Um, but it, I think for me, it's interesting because they're both Roman Reigns related. It was the Shield that brought me back in like 10 years ago. I kept hearing about the Shield thing, and then CM Punk was involved, and I just started to hear about wrestling more from people I was around, and I was like, ah. Eh, why don't I just check it out? And then it was like, it was like, I never left. I was like, Oh yeah, this is why, this is why I love this shit. And I've pretty much been on it, you know, ever since, uh, been back ever since ebbs and flows you know depending on I, there was a real dark period i i want to say like 2017 to 2019 2020 wwe that was just just absolute dreck but i think the the emergence of AEW as an alternative has really energized the whole industry uh including the indie industry like everything after the covet stuff started to get lifted here in the us uh, a lot of the wrestling just came roaring back and it's been between wwe and, and the bloodline stuff and uh, aew emerging and really Access like never before to independent wrestling. Like there are a bunch of independent wrestling organizations, and you can you can watch them all on some app or another. So there really is just more wrestling and more quality wrestling than ever before. So I think it's it's an awesome time to be an old fan coming back or a new fan just getting into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the the WWE is almost following that Marple method, um, where they do a very good job of reintroducing everything. So when you know I came in like I started watching it pretty pretty regularly about a year ago um, and no, not, I've heard stuff, but I didn't really know what was going on. And very, very quickly within like, about well, I don't know, two, three raws, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm up to date. You know, I'm, I'm up to date, not only on the bloodline, but like everything else without having to do deep dives on YouTube or Google, like who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's, it's WWE, say what you will about the product. Um, I find it a bit too sanct- sanctified uh you know i I think right now they have a uh, a really weird talent um girth in the middle right you have like the the, the stuff that's really good is so excellent that it makes everything else kind of look crappy even though the stuff that i'm thinking is crappy isn't really all that bad like in comparison to any other era or anything else that's on 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 tv it's like it's fine you know it's just that it's the fine is like not is not that great <laughs> well,
1: what's what's different yeah. about nowadays too is that you know back in the day i mean you kind of forget cuz the storylines were so awesome but if you go back and watch Raws, Not so much Nitro, but Raws from, like, the mid-90s. I mean, it's garbage wrestling. Like, there were some cool storylines that would come about, um, but the wrestling was garbage. And now, the talent pool is so deep that even when something isn't great, you're probably going to watch, like, you you could watch a match that is just a throwaway garbage nothing with, like, a Dolph Ziggler and an Ali or something. And you think, yeah, this isn't that great because there's a bunch of other stuff that, that means more to you and that's more interesting. But if you just look at that match and put it, like, in the middle of a raw from the late nineties, it would be the best match you'd see in that year. So like the, the, yeah. the talent, the difference in the talent is just, just off the charts.
0: I think the big thing that's the difference between like, let's say the nineties stuff that we, we remember really fondly. One is all the good stuff sticks out and you forget all the crap stuff, but also you, you had, I think better psychology uh, consistently in a lot of, a lot of the earlier stuff. Cause either you had the throw together matches that didn't really matter and you know
1: just Just the squash matches
0: yeah or just like uh, you know these two guys are feuding why uh they don't like each other and the Mm -hmm. good guy bad guy there you go right um but then you get like the bret harts uh i mean i still remember one of the best bret hart moments that again i can there's there's just i don't know why this is occupying so much space in my brain right (laughs) like i'm trying to read like you know theology and philosophy and it's like no no remember remember that summer slam right. where, where brett Harf, uh, wrestled mr perfect and it was uh- i was there
1: live in madison square garden Really? Where really. you? Yep. That was the That's first amazing. wrestling live like pay per view. I'd been to house shows with my dad before that, but um, yeah, he'd taken me to a few house shows, and like we lived in Connecticut at the time, so in Hartford Civic Center, um, and, and and we'd been to MSG a few times. So when SummerSlam popped up in MSG, I, I, he'd already taken me to one SummerSlam, but it was '88 uh, and it was closed circuit. That was back in the day that when they'd have a big event like this, you you could see it on pay per view, or you could go to a uh, basically a movie theater and just watch it in what they call closed circuit. Uh, so I'd seen one closed circuit, but that was the first one that I was live in person. And I, I vividly remember that to me that, that to this day, that's still one of my favorite matches because it holds up too. So it's always awesome to go back and watch something that you just have fond memories of because of whatever nostalgic reason, but then it also is still amazing. And that that's rare because often, especially with TV shows or what have you you tune into some show you love from the eighties and you watch it, you're like, I, I'm enjoying this because of the nostalgia, but I'm also recognizing like this isn't actually that good, and that's not that's yeah. a that can that's what can make a, a classic. That's, that's, that's I guess that's exa- essentially what makes a match a classic when you can look back in twenty or thirty years and it nails the nostalgia, but also nails the the quality kind of keeping up to to your current standards.
0: If anyone who doesn't know what we're talking, I, I'm going to assume everyone who's watching the show is, is either a wrestling mark or. Is interested in this stuff or so just likes be... to
1: hear us talk and they don't care what the, the subject matter sure, my,
0: yeah my melodic voice and four o'clock in the morning <laughs> um but so the the match we're describing is that uh i forget who brett wrestled there was a tournament it was like a you had to give like a get through like through the, the tournament for out. the
1: intercontinental title which was vacated right. i believe this it was vacated when the ultimate warrior beat hulk hogan and then gave up the title the intercontinental title because they said well, you can't hold two titles so we're yeah. out this tournament
0: so I forget who Brett wrestled the first one, but, they, but actually now match, that now that I say well, this out those. loud,
1: now that I say this out loud, I'm remembering how it actually went. Mr. Perfect won the tournament and beat Tito Santana in the finals. And then Bret Hart won the title from him this night. Spoiler alert for anyone that wanted to go back and
0: watch. Is that how it went? Because I remember Bret Hart had I forget who's who Brett saw in the first match. He sustained. Uh,
1: you might be mixing it up because there was another king of the, okay. So there was a king of the ring tournament where they met in the finals as well, a couple years later. So you might, oh, be, merging these, a, these might be merging these, these two and they had another too. amazing match in the finals of that one, or maybe the it, was one the ta- sem- it was the semifinals.
0: The one I'm talking about is that, uh, there was a, it was basically a tournament, Brad uh, wrestled someone, the first one, it might've been even Owen, um, got an injury, like kayfabe, a, a hand injury. And then when he, when he met, uh, perfect. The, the, the uh, the next match over had taped his hand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, that was had, King of the Rings. St- yeah. yeah, and started to started to kayfabe his hand. And it's like that little tiny things, right? And and perfect would you know attack the hand and all that stuff. Yeah. It's perfect baby face, right? It's like how do you get sympathy? It's like how do you draw the sympathy for the crowd? How do you look at like the, the like the underdog, even though like you didn't need it, but he but he used it. It's very reminiscent and we'll get you know, we'll maybe bring this up again uh when we talk about Cody Rhodes, but when Cody had that Peck thing, it was like, Oh my god. I saw that and I was like, that is the most brilliant thing. Like, you deserve to win. X- my wife X-
1: thought X- that X- I made her watch that with me and she thought it, she was convinced like, that can't be real. It must be makeup. And I'm like, no, this is real. This is real. He's just doing it. They're just rolling with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw the still and I was like, oh, come on. Right? Like, I thought maybe it was makeup, makeuped up. And then I watched the match. I'm like, nope. Okay, that <laughs> that's that's- that's as real as real can get. That that and is God one of my him. favorite
1: matches of the last year because I mean the way they played into that injury was so perfect and it worked so well because like even knowing this is a worked sport or what have you, when Rollins would chop him in that pack, I mean that hurt. That, that would hurt if you didn't have a pack injury first of all, but knowing that he has that injury and how sore and tender it must be, obviously he said go for it, do that to me, yeah. but. It's just it doesn't doesn't take away from the real pain that, you know, this man is experiencing, which makes the real emotion of the match, even if you know it's scripted, you know, the outcome uh, is, is sort of you know, already figured out. Uh, it, that's that's the kind of stuff that can really draw emotion into a match when when the lines of reality are so blurred because there is reality there.
0: Well, yeah, and I think it also separates, you know, the wheat from the chaff in terms of like whoever gets that belt. Uh, and, and and the the reality of that build is that you become the brand ambassador, and that's been basically the. the it's, it's I think that's always been true, but it's certainly since since the Hulk Hogan era, where you have much more media uh, um, uh, presence. That you're you're going out, you're doing the make wishes, you're doing all the media presentations, you're doing all the interviews, you're doing all the signings, all that stuff. Like you need to be able to present yourself as a guy who's willing to do that. That's why John Cena stayed on top for so long. It wasn't just his merch sales. Is that John Cena had a had a, a, a reportedly one of the most amazing work ethics in, He was like, the
1: first one there every you know hours before the call time every day
0: yeah exactly and doing all doing all of the stuff and and seemingly happy to do it so that's the distinction when you know who, who gets the belt it's like the guy who is going to do all that crap uh sorry sick kids but uh, you know, like not, not saying that your your illness is crap, but you know, it's it, it it would be it would be we it would be a hell of a lot of work to be like flying across the country doing all that work and then everything else on top of it. Yeah, yeah. I think Cody is kind of showing it. It's like yeah, I'm that guy. So, um, let's get to the list, though. This is uh, of course it's a mighty list. It what do you is. think?
1: While, while you pull up the list, what do you just think of the, the? well, I guess you're only a, a recent sort of, you only recently returned. So maybe you didn't really experience. There was a few years of WrestleMania. I want to say it started in 2016 to like 2019, where they just, the show just bulked up and bulked up and bulked up. They got, they had so much talent. They added all these belts. Next thing you know, WrestleMania's were six, seven hours. And I was going to WrestleMania every year at this point with, with a good friend of mine and I started to not even be, we would go for the experience of the weekend, but like at some point I would just be bored of the show, not bored of the show, but just, I've drained, I've yelled too much. I've screamed too much uh, um, to even now it's just like, okay, can we just get to the main event here? Like, come on, let's go. So I, I I'm glad they broke if they're, if they insist on having the, the that many matches, I'm glad they broke it up into two nights, but I, I'm curious your thoughts. Cause when we grew up, this is a, a three hour, maybe four hour show one and done like seven or eight matches and that's it.
0: Here's my thing about my general idea about WrestleMania is that I think pay-per-views in general, like, and this is maybe because being a kid of the eighties, the, the the pay-per-views were always the blow offs. So you'd have a storyline that would build, uh, get to a point and you'd have the rest, then you'd, you'd be on WrestleMania or, or you know, SummerSlam or whatever it is. And that would always be the blow off of the feud. Uh, WrestleMania always feels like sort of wrestling new years, whereas like all the major feuds come together uh, it builds the crescendo. You do the do you do the show, and then you restart and do and you know now new stuff can begin. Right. Um, the the only issue I have with a lot of this stuff is that there's not really they they kind of force together some feuds. There's a few notable ones. Seth Seth Rollins uh, and Logan Paul I thought was is a great uh, put together, although I'm very confused about how they're booking heels now and we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. Um, but there's other ones where I'm like I don't care like. Becky Lynch well, let's, just start with, let's just start with this start with this one. Uh, this is from uh, the bleach report. I'm just gonna read it off here. Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita and Trish status. Stratus, sorry, Trish Trish status. Stratus fuck off. Stratus. The, <laughs> versus, Stratus the
1: status of Stratus.
0: Fuck your fuck your name, uh, Trish versus damage control, which is Bailey, Dakota, Kai and uh, Io Sky. I couldn't care less like I <laughs> Who wins? I don't know. I don't care. Like I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna give it to Becky, uh, and and them. But that the, even their feud, I'm like, I don't, I get it. Like you know, apparently Becky Lynch was put out of action by con, by damage control or by Bailey. Um, but the you know Bailey's kind of interesting. I'm I'm not sold on her her heel persona at this at this point. Um, and then Dakota Sky and I and Io Sky, Dakota Kai and IoSky, Sky Like I don't, they're. I'm sure they're nice people. <laughs> like I saw the raw with with Io's guy. She she's a good worker.
1: Yeah, I think she's like, the best best worker of that bunch. But like, I mean, like the thing with WrestleMania is there's there's your marquee matches. There's your matches that are culminating feuds that three month feud, six month feud, sometimes a year feud. In the case of the Bloodline, you could argue this is a two and a half year storyline potentially culminating as well. And then there's just we want to get, we need to get people on the show it's wrestlemania a lot of people have got to get their wrestlemania day even if it's a 2 minutes in in the ring for in the you know a 16 person multi man match or something we're just going to get them in there and this is the six man tag to me this is basically we don't know what to do with becky because we decided to for whatever reason was going on there, we decided to take Rhonda out of the main event picture entirely. I mean, they, they had been advertising Becky versus Rhonda essentially for the last two years. Uh, when Rhonda came back she said, I'm going to take, I'm going to fight Charlotte, this run WrestleMania and, uh, Becky in two years. I mean, so, so somewhere they veered off that path and i think that was obvious when charlotte came back and just out of nowhere beat ronda for the title in in like 30 seconds i was actually there uh that was actually out in here in tampa back in december and that was an indication like all right either they're doing some new storyline with charlotte and and uh ronda or if that's not where they go Rhonda fell big out of favor, and least in terms of maybe not in terms of her professionalism. I like I, for all, all, um, all indications are she's like a true pro behind the scenes and is really trying to become like one of the, you know, just another person in the locker room, not like this extra important person. But clearly they soured on her as, as, as a WrestleMania centerpiece match because now she's just in a throwaway match with, you know, with, I think with eight other, eight other, uh, chicks. Uh,
0: let's do that. That's in night two. Um, but the, yeah, we'll just, we'll talk about it now because I again here's the one that I, I couldn't give a, sh- a flying crap about.
1: Yeah, we can we can go um, in reverse order of of shit's given basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: so that would that that throw to what, throw together is Liv Morgan, which again Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. They're not. They're the even with this one. The world.
1: They were even calling it the WrestleMania Showcase match. Like it's it's like li- they're not even like pretending there's any reason other than to get these people on the show.
0: Yeah. So Liv Morgan and, and uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia uh, Natalia and Sh- uh, Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. I I, I I can't even finish these, the are, these
1: names are from like if you never had watched the shows before these just sound like names from the random name generator, <laughs> which, which they basically are. That's how they let's, let's be honest. They just they make up. They even if someone has a cool name they have to change it. It's just it's it's the WWE way. They need to own the name for the most part.
0: Yeah, and I mean, for marketing, I... I Obviously, I Ronda but,
1: Rousey's coming in. She's keeping her name. But for the most part, you're never going to get someone's established name elsewhere.
0: Well, John Cena signed over his name to WWE. You know, the WWE uh, owns John Cena. Is that Cena, his real name? name? I believe so. Oh, interesting. If not, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it isn't. I, I so believe do they have a
1: copyright his on his real name? <laughs> Is that how it works?
0: I mean that guy just makes money, so I'm sure he's like I'm here, I here to use it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, every, every it, well, I mean either, whether it's his real name or not, he certainly uses it for his movies. He d- doesn't go under. It's not like John Cena the WWE and like you know Frank Smith and in whatever stupid movies he's in now. Um. So regardless, WWE's making money every single time his name's mentioned on in a in a movies thing. He, they're they're get they're getting some pull of that. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey for a second. So here's a problem right you have ronda rusing shayla baszler two legit mma uh, fighters uh i kind of want to see what you think about or have to say about this is that uh i think coming from mma the way that uh ronda did actually hurt her on the return like uh with Barack, it was different because he started in, in in wrestling then went over to ufc mm-hmm. killed like destroyed everything only lost he lost to like uh he had uh, diverticulitis and he and he and he fought like um uh just a pumped up uh, uh alistair ovary yep. which is like at that time no shame in losing to alistair Overeem. and was that when we um, found
1: out he had it like after the fact it's like oh yeah he yeah. fought with
0: diverticulitis <laughs> and he got kicked in the stomach and that's kind of what like crumpled him and everyone uh-huh. was like ooh right and then we find out yeah his stomach was like on fire um and then it's and, and he came back and he was fine and it's also because it's well it's Brock freaking Lesnar right uh, that man can draw money in a freaking phone booth but it, that never hurt him I think with Ronda the way she lost in MMA uh, that I don't I think stole a lot of her thunder coming over to WWE and there's just something like there's no there's there's no one to book her against now you could do it with Ray Rip uh, with Ray Ripley yeah. but you didn't have a credible like monster heel uh or you know even monster face kind of female wrestler you could maybe do with bella with uh, bella bel-air uh now Bianca yeah and Uh, they were they were kind of trying
1: to make Nia Jax into uh I don't know that might be she might have fell off right before you kind of came back on but they were kind of trying to make her into the big female monster she's a she's a cousin of the rock so this is not unrelated to uh, the bloodline they're always going to get the benefit but she kind of she kind of fell off she came back for the Royal Rumble she was in the Royal Rumble match last year but everyone thought oh Triple H is bringing another one back but it was just a it was just a one-off although mad respect because I I there there were a number of WWE cuts last year, and it's kind of come out, and it's it's somewhat known that a number of those were workers that didn't want to take the vaccine, and she is is supposedly is is what well, that's the reason she was cut,
0: right? Um, so I so think we get along in real life, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so okay, we'll do quick thoughts on Rhonda, because I mean, obviously, like now she's this is bottom of the card, like this is
1: yeah, I mean, this is almost it's literally here. you could argue this is the bottom of the card. It's definitely yeah. lower than the other the women's six man match oh, that we talked about. I mean,
0: I'm I'm actually looking forward to Braun Strowman and Ricochet and Street oh, yeah. Profits and Alpha Academy. The men's like,
1: tag match is just loaded. I mean that that you know it's going to be somewhat meaningless fun. and somewhat it's silly.
0: Be so much fun they did but it's going to be they, awesome. Yeah, yeah, they did a, a, a like a, a little mini one on Raw uh, like what last week or whatever it was. I want to see um,
1: Chad Gable suplex Braun Strowman, and I think we'll see it. He he's capable of doing it. I, I believe he might have done it in, in one match actually.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm loving I'm loving everything they're doing with uh, what's his uh, what's his his tag team guy's name Otis again? Uh, Otis, Otis. Otis or Otis, Otis. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's 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 the right kind of silly because it doesn't take away from him. Um, if you think
1: about this Otis, this character who's only been around a couple of years now, probably before you started getting back in. If you look at his career, I mean he's he's got it made. Like honestly, he's he has that. Way to way about him that Vince just loves a big, fat, silly guy that can get over, and he is over. He does the worm, people love it. Um, and he has this kind of Chris Farley thing where he's big and silly and goofy, but somehow the ladies like him. And I mean, he, he got to kiss Mandy Rose, uh, he got to uh, now he's like in the middle of the storyline with this this hot model chick. I mean, he gets to work he's some like, good stuff, and he doesn't have to go like, to the gym and, and, and get and get super
0: pumped. <laughs> he's know? like Jim Neidhart with but with charisma, yeah, totally. basically. He's got and a much bigger around. belly and a much bigger belly. Uh, sorry, before we jump to that, uh, Rhonda Rousey, thoughts oh, yeah. on, on I keep Ron getting Rousey distracted so. from Rhonda Rousey, probably because oh, she, she just
1: probably because she just playing boards meet, which is it's sad mm-hmm. because it does seem like she works really hard. Um, she's she's not a good promo, she just has a, a major deficiency in that area. That uh, it's a it's the kind of thing maybe some people could be taught good promos and good charisma, but some people just can't because they just don't have it, and she doesn't have it. And I think that is more than anything else why she is lower on the card also her in-ring work is not great for someone who's a professional fighter sometimes her her punches look like shit like there's and which goes to show there is an art to wrestling there is an art to making punches that aren't really hitting someone look real and it doesn't necessarily mean just because you can do real punches that you can do realistic looking fake punches and she is not really adept at that um I, i think her best moment was her first match in WWE. Oh, no, her second? Yeah, no, it was her first. Did she win the Royal Rumble first or did she come back and do the WrestleMania? She did WrestleMania first four or five years ago. She did a tag match. She teamed with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie, and she had a great spot in the match where she actually went one-on-one with Triple H and kind of like took him down and I was there live for that one too and that the crowd just went nuts for that and she was over due to her work because she hadn't really talked much Um, but as the character has been on TV more it's just fallen flatter and flatter and flatter and she's had some truly awful women's title defenses against against Liv Morgan she had a couple really bad matches horrible match against Shotzi Blackheart who's honestly not a great wrestler either Uh, but she but if you're the champion you got to be able to carry people and she she needs to be carried she can't carry people like people like Liv Morgan and Shotzi they kind of need to be carried so you put Her in with the champ, and the whole thing just falls apart because no one there's no one there to really carry it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what a big name you are, she's five, six years now removed from really being a star of any kind. So, I think there's diminishing returns on her as a draw. So, if she's if she can't do the promos, if she can't carry a match, it really is hard to justify her at the top of the card.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with everything you're saying. And then now, of course, they've paired her with Shayna Baszler who's got the presence of a freaking cardboard it's it's like now did again, you ever watch
1: NXT Shayna Baszler?
0: I did not. I mean she I've was
1: incredible clips. in NXT and actually not a bad promo. they, they used they let her talk sparingly. But she wasn't bad, and she, and and but they really emphasized her fighting skills and her her dastardliness and her her snarkiness, and she she just kind of had a, a smirk about her, just a, a cocky asshole uh, sort of demeanor about her, and then really backed it up in the ring. Like Shayda Baszler in NXT is one of the best characters WWE's had in the last five six years. Well, uh, it's just one of those up. things that doesn't translate to the main roster because you're going at the time from Triple H to Vince, but now in theory. There's not that much of an excuse anymore, unless you think, it's, as some do, that Vince is kind of pulling some strings and whis- oh, yeah, yeah. whispering some sweet nothings into Triple H's ear here. But
0: he's he's back, and he's. I mean, he, he's. I don't think he ever left. Uh, it's just formal versus informal. Uh, but uh, okay, so we had that. We had that bronze. Oh, okay. Let's do the Braun Strowman uh, quickly, and then we'll get to the, uh, the 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 good stuff. Although I'm looking, like I said, I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, uh, Street Profits and Alpha Academy and Ra- Viking Raiders. We kind of kind of talked a little bit of this before uh i'm such a mark for ricochet it's disgusting like
1: incredible I, wrestler he's an example of someone who's also not a great promo but he's so good in the ring that he'll always have a place there He's an always get a match De- on the roster
0: yeah he's an aerial dean malenko like yeah, that's the yes. best uh, way that, that, is of it. that is a great
1: comparison that is a great yeah. comparison you hear him talk and you're like oh god why did they why did they try this again and then yeah. as soon as he gets in the ring you forget about all of it i mean he can actually he's so good that he overcomes the deficiencies that he has in the promo department which is very rare
0: i honestly think uh i was just saying this this morning i think i would like to see a return of mouthpieces or managers yeah i think now we could they could that's actually the whole do a lot of cool of, stuff of
1: them yeah for guys yeah, like, like. i
0: mean should especially if we're like well, we'll talk about with uh, almost like <laughs> almost almost uh, almost, uh the, oh Jesus um okay let's do that one now uh we have the push we should we
1: pick these matches I haven't I, I didn't think of that with the. With the
0: sure I people. mean okay we can we can go back to that right, Okay, okay Morgs. Liv Morgan the, that whole uh, schmoz, the uh the women's tag team Schmazz.
1: I'm going to R- <laughs> go with Ronda and Ronda? I'm going to go with Rhonda and Shayna Shayna on that just because if Ronda and Shayna don't win this and then go on to face Becky and Lita for the tag team titles, if that's not the direction with them, then Ronda's probably done and I'm not sure if they're going to completely throw the book out on her cuz it seems like she wants to be there, uh likes to be a wrestler and she's still a big enough name that if that's the case you may as well see what you can do with her and leaning into the MMA stuff, leaning into the uh, sort of a badass tag team where these two can just run roughshod over the division. I think that might be the best possible use of her right now. Um, So there's the part of me that thinks, you know, Liv and Raquel are kind of like, they're like sort of crowd favorites and maybe they'll just get the Wrestlemania pop, but storyline wise, unless Ronda's really, really done and it's just going to show up for one more Wrestlemania, I kind of got to think they got to give a shot to the the Ronda Shayna tag team that they have kind of put out there, because why, yeah, why no, even no. bother with that if you're if she's just going to go off into the sunset? So that's what I'm. Mean, that's going to be my pick for that match.
0: I totally agree, and I and like Liv, I think dropped the ball when she was when they put the strap on her. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, she's over with the crowd. But I mean, like I don't, you know, it, it, it that matters, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't. um Her time can come down the road, um and I you know Raquel is okay, but I think she needs to, she, she needs to mature a little bit as well. So yeah, I think Ronda Roos, they, 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 they think they put over Ronda and Baszler, uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita and Trish versus damage, da- damage control. Do you think uh, damage control will take the titles?
1: Uh, well, it's not a title match, right? It's just a, it's just a six woman, six women exhibition. I, think, match. I, thought
0: the, I thought the belts were on the line. No,
1: it's just, it's just, it's just like a, it's just a match. Becky did say something that she wants to defend the titles on night two. So maybe if they have Ronda and Shayna win that match night one, maybe there'll be a last minute. Now we want to take you on for the titles the next night. That's possible. Um, But yeah, this is just a a six woman tag match. So, you know, they have Lita, they have Trish Stratus damage control can lose and it's not a big deal. So I think we're just going to go WrestleMania moment arms raised for Becky and the two legends and let's see where they go after that. But I think this is going to be a fairly straightforward, you know, probably a fun eight to 10 minute match that gets the baby faces. The the easy WrestleMania pop win
0: rumor has it that they, they, they think they might want to turn Trish heel and they might do it here. I think it would probably be more like a Monday Night Raw thing. But um, uh, then there's a dispute about Trish thing. She doesn't know if she wants to have that much of a schedule. So mm-hmm. we'll see what they do there. Um, da, da, da. Okay, so we're caught up to that. Where do you want to go next? We, uh, so I was going to do um, almost men Men's showcase tag? Yeah. Uh, sorry, men's showcase tag. Who do you think goes over?
1: Um, I'm Braun
0: Strowman, Ricochet, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and Viking Raiders.
1: To me, it's between Braun Strowman and Ricochet or the Viking Raiders because,
0: sadly, I I
1: don't I, I do think that both the Street Profits and. Otis, and the Alpha Academy, which makes me sad because Alpha Academy is one of my favorite tag teams in, in a long time. I think those those two teams are destined to split in in the coming months. So I don't see them getting the wins. Um, so it's either babyface pop for Sherman and Ricochet, or they do they did kind of repackage the Viking Raiders. While they did lose to Sheamus and, and Drew McIntyre in a couple of matches, they were really, really good matches on SmackDown, actually. And I, I do kind of feel like they're going to want to push them as maybe the next challengers to well let's see let's see we'll talk about that later who's going to win the tag team title so i'm i'm going to go viking raiders but it wouldn't shock me if if they gave it to to Strowman and ricochet just again give our two baby faces a a win that'll that will that will send the crowd home happy well not home happy but send them to the next match happy at least or send them to the bathroom happy
0: plus you know know, ricochet can do some amazing like double triple flip thing right (laughs) so which i'm sure he will yeah exactly um let's get to okay brock lesnar versus o- o- almost this is basically a put together this was uh okay if people who don't know wrestling haven't been following this this is going to get confusing because this gets into bobby lashley oh, there's uh, a lot here and, yeah this is a complicated yeah. one there's a lot of behind so, the
1: scenes stuff on this one
0: so last pay-per-view we had this sort of put together with brock lesnar versus bobby lashley that was a feud, and it was kind of a put together feud. Anyways, it kind of came out of nowhere. This is after Brock lost to uh, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, and uh, I guess they didn't have anything to do with him. They didn't they didn't know what to do with him, so they were like, "Yeah, you and Lashley, right?" This is so. This is as a side conversation. This is where it sort of me: who the hell's a heel anymore? Oh, because- that,
1: that's been confusing with Lashley for, geez, I, I got to say, like probably the last six to nine months because he was. He was a heel for a couple of years. Then after WrestleMania, he kind of turned babyface and feuded with with Theory. And then he got attacked by Lesnar and cost the title a couple of times, which is more of a babyface thing to have a, a, a someone attacking you. Lesnar can kind of go either way, but he's been more of a face the, the past few years. So he seemed like a face. And then Bobby Lashley kind of started to act kind of heelish, but then he still you see him come out and he's still slapping hands and like motioning with his music and doing things that a baby face does. Uh, But then he kind of reunites sort of with, um, with uh, MVP and and has a weird storyline where MVP helps him get his job back. So it's like, Oh, so is he reuniting with MVP? Who's the heel? And then they go back and have him lose, but have him get kicked in the balls by Lesnar, which is what would happen to a baby. I mean, it's it's very confusing, and I think the truth is they don't really know either. But he's very over no matter what, and everything he does, which I think speaks to. I mean, to me, Lashley's been one of the my joys to watch the last couple of years. Like. I'm a big fan of a really good Haas, who's a really good worker, and that is Lashley. He's an awesome worker now. I mean, he's not who he was when he first came to WWE in 2007, 2008. Uh, since then, he went to MMA. He he worked in TNA. He really developed into like a really well-rounded wrestler, and only in the last couple of years did we get to see that. So it's a darn shame that because of. Weird decisions in the back that we don't even know what he doesn't really have a spotlight match as of now. We'll see what happens. There's there's several rumors about what might happen with him, but as of now, he's slated for this battle royal, which isn't even on WrestleMania. It's on SmackDown. So, I guess we can predict that. I predict he wins that because oh yeah, you got it. Why put him in there if you're you don't put a star that big who's losing his WrestleMania spot for things out of his control unless you're just gonna have him you know run rush out of a hole He
0: either wins it or. He loses to L.A. Knight or L.A. Knight shenanigans because the rumor is that they're, they're thinking about putting L.A. Knight versus uh
1: because he uh, deserves a mania spot. I mean, oh,
0: yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm, he is a talking WWE about Mark and guy. I, I, I love heels. I've always loved the heel. Right. Even as a kid, I love I, I love Macho Man as a heel. I loved uh, Mr. Perfect as a heel. uh Even like uh Bret Hart, when in the, the original Hart Foundation, I always loved the heels. Uh, I mean, those names are easy, easy enough ones to love, but La Knight has that. You pass that dumb name, which after you say it a few times, it's it's it kind of grows on you. But his work rate is like classic WWE heel. It's yep. perfect. I love it so much because he he does all the right things, like taunts the crowd, is arrogant. Uh But well, and like,
1: he had that um that what like it felt like a three month feud with Bray Wyatt that was really just to give Bray Wyatt his first win back. And L.A. Knight is the one that got over in that. I mean, he is those those months, I mean, L.A. Knight gets posh in the crowd. They, they, they follow along with his, yeah, I mean, he gets the reaction. Whereas, yeah, Bray kind of the, the glisten wore off Bray after it really became obvious. They had no idea what the hell they were doing with him. They had some cool visual ideas that let him do weird Bray stuff. But then once again, as often happens with Bray, you realize there's no point to the character. And they don't know where they're going. And you always think when they do a new thing, they repackage and like, oh, they're going to go in an interesting direction here. And and then for whatever reason, with, maybe they have an idea at first, or maybe this is Bray Wyatt and they give him creativity. And he's so creative that he that he can't nar- narrow down on, on what his character actually is. I don't know who's responsible, but the end result always seems to be the same with Bray Wyatt. He gets He gets a cool pop upon his repackaging or his return, and then he fades into obscurity and, and to the point now where... Maybe he's there's supposedly a physical issue with him that that's why his, his match isn't taking place. But I'm not really sure what to believe, to be honest, because first he was maybe going to be against Lesnar. He went out and challenged the winner of Lesnar versus Lashley. But then that match ended in kind of a schmazz. Technically, Lashley won because he got hit in the balls, and that was the end of a feud. Uh, and then somehow he started taunting Lashley, and then we just stopped hearing about about the whole thing altogether because... Something happened, you know. I, I don't know if it's a you physical issue do, or if it's a hear, creative issue. Do you want to hear?
0: Do you want to hear the the, the scuttlebutt about this? this? Of course, is, I This do. is from Jim Jim Cornette, um, or this is where I heard from Jim Cornette. So the idea was this. So this is apparently what this, what the, the whole thing was. Uh, and of course, we're talking about Bray, 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 Bray Wyatt because he was supposed to uh, he was supposed to um, have a match with Bobby Lashley, and of course, that's been canceled now. He's off. He's off the card. So uh, Bray was supposed to come back with a new character. I think he's gonna call it the beast. And his original plan where he was pitching was he wanted to come back for WrestleMania. And wanted, he you specifically said he wanted to fight um, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, and he wanted Brock to basically kill him in the ring, like just <laughs> like murder him <laughs> in the ring, right? So he could like, uh,
1: re- come back as this new character.
0: So then, that his, that other character he has like Happy Howdy or whatever his, his name is. Uncle Howdy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he would resurrect him as the Beast and have a new evil, kind of like character. a new fiend,
1: but right. resurrected from the dead or what have you.
0: Exactly. So apparently, Brock was like, "No, I'm not doing that," because <laughs> um, he doesn't
1: want to do silly, spooky shit. Which makes sense. Yeah, and I don't. If even I know was Brock, Brock, I would say. Although he has he did do a feud with the Undertaker a, a, on a number of occasions, but. I that's can't money. picture Brock to, to build that's a feud money. like that with Bray and Bray's not the undertaker. I'm sorry everybody. You would need Brock to act spooked out by weird uncle howdy stuff in the build. And that just doesn't fit his character at all.
0: No. And Brock has the has that rub where you can just go, Nope, that doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and almost any other
1: wrestler is going to have to just do what he's told to show. He's a, pl- a t- team player. Brock is not in that category.
0: No. So that's, so that was the skill bug about that. So the other thing that, that, Creative wanted, and apparently this might be coming from Vince as well, is that they were going with to to Bray. This might be why he's out with a with an injury, but he mm-hmm. might just be doing boo boo face in the back. Because uh, so he wanted to do this whole new character, and they're basically like, mm, you know what was really doing well though, the fiend, and you mm-hmm. know why the fiend really was doing really well, not storylining like that merchandising, because yes. those fucking masks they
1: sold these. Six, I think they're like six hundred dollars they were selling these masks,
0: and apparently they sold quite well. So. They wanted him to come back with a fiend, which apparently Bray's not interested in doing, or who knows what the fuck. So, so yeah, <laughs> that that catches us up to the the background, the the, the back shenanigans. And I guess when they, when when uh, when uh, Brock was like, "No, squash that," they went to Lashley, and Lashley's like, "Team guy," he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, I'll mm-hmm. do it." Um, and then of course that's not happening. So they're gonna but, have
1: Lashley be the one to just murder Bray and then go forward from there. Exactly. The, the really the logical thing to do would be finish the actual feud between Lashley and Lesnar that never actually really ended because that last match just ended in a Smaz. But you that know, I guess, a... I guess, I guess that led to the pivot to this almost thing, which uh, I guess we can talk yeah. about next. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we talked about all that to get to this to get this to, to this nothing match, which I am so not excited about. Um, well, do you want to call it, and we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into the new show. This like, might actually be it? the
1: first place you and I have a slightly different opinion here, because actually, at first, I was I was like you, like I don't care about this almost guy. Like they have they kind of pushed him, but he lost to Lashley. He lost to like Braun Strowman. They always do this with monsters. They push him huge, and then they lose a couple of times, and they kind of fade in, into nothingness. Um, but once you accept that this match is happening, and you, you zoom out, I have watched some of the build to it. And they have kind of set it up that like Brock can't handle Omos, Like for once. They actually have Brock kind of backing down a little bit, just enough that you still believe it because he is so much bigger. He is so towering. And this whole thing is really set up for what will probably be a pretty cool visual of Brock, I guess, maybe suplexing him or eventually F5-ing him. And I think that's going to be a cool WrestleMania moment. And you know that this match is not going to be more than five minutes. And it probably will be fun because even Brock's sprint matches are pretty fun. And I'm kind of curious to see what they do with it because there is a part of me, especially if Vince is back. Look, I don't know how – Brock Lesnar's 46 years old. I don't see him doing this into his 50s. Like, I don't think he has much left. And he doesn't – like, he'll turn down a silly thing, but he doesn't care about losing. He's fine to lose. So it wouldn't totally shock me if they have plans for Omos, if they really want to go from monster who loses sometimes to legendary monster with him – I could potentially see Lesnar losing this. I don't think it's what's going to happen, and it's not my pick. I'm going to pick Lesnar because I, I think they'll lean towards the feet of strength right? because that is a WrestleMania moment thing. They did it with Lashley suplexing him last year, and I think they're going to do it with Lesnar f 5 him this year. But there's a part of me that wouldn't be completely shocked if somehow almost did pull out the win. If that happens, I think it will be the help with uh, a reunited hurt business.
0: I think one of two things. Um, I agree. First of all, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think I, I love watching Brock Lesnar... Do anything. Uh, yeah. He's just one of those guys who a, I'd watch him flipping channels
1: on the and just and sitting on the couch and, and reacting to things, and I, I, I think I'd enjoy that.
0: Yeah, that's why he has the rub he has, right? It's, it's. I mean, you know, he, he his draws, he's still, he's still, I think, the number one, uh, if not one, number one, number two draw of all of UFC history. Like his pay per view mm-hmm. sold out way more than even like Conor McGregor. <laughs> so that's, that's saying something. Um, I, I agree with you, actually. I, depending on what they're doing with the with storyline, I actually kind of feel that that Brock is doing goodbye favors. Um, it feels that way. Uh, like you said, he's 46 years old. He doesn't need the money anymore. Um, I think with the whole Vince thing, because remember when uh, uh, Vince left, uh, or he was told about that he just basically walked out <laughs> and and left there. And, yeah, supposedly and left, that night. Yep. Yeah, left like WrestleMania in, in the lurch, uh, potentially. Uh so who knows what, the, what his what his relationship with uh, Triple H and creative is in the back. It, it kind of feels like he's doing his goodbye favors. Yeah. And we'll see, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they put uh, almost over. I, here's my thing about it. Is that I just almost. It, it, Monster heels to me are so limited. I, I, There's a lot of people crying about Paul White. Uh, big show or the giant. Well,
1: Paul uh, White is a, I would call him an exception to the, to the rule because he actually became a really good worker. I mean, yeah, for a, well, big guy.
0: a really good worker who, who had really great mic skills. That was yes. the thing that's in the apart. His work rate, I, I, I never really thought it was. I mean, great, he but.
1: he he developed what I would call good big guy work rate. I would say no, sure. I wouldn't compare. He's not a ricochet, obviously, but uh, no, I think for what I mean, he was supposed to be, he learned how to do that in a, in a very effective
0: way. If you look at, I mean, the, the 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 gold standard is always Andre the Giant. But if you look at old black and white Andre stuff, young Andre from the territory days, he was incredibly athletic. Like what yeah. got him, what got Andre to that status, was being like an incredibly athletic big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, until he just got his, his poor health caught up with him. But with almost, it's like we've already seen the best of him. <laughs> and I just watched last year's WrestleMania last night uh and i i i think yeah i think it'll be a literal i i would actually love it if it was a one-to-one repeat of the lashley almost fight where it's like (laughs) but it's a choreographed that brock is just just bobby lashley in that fight and does exactly all the same thing he's fine with that too Um, yeah um so yeah we'll see um but i I think it's gonna be almost whatever whatever it is
1: I think it's going to be a fun, whatever short amount of time it is. It won't be more than six minutes max, but I, I don't think that that's, what's great about these Lesnar kind of like big feature, big guy type matches. Maybe they're not going to be great, but they're almost always going to be short. So worst case, it's not that offensive. It's when it's when a match is 20 minutes of plotting, you know, plotting nothingness that, uh, that, that it really kills the crowd. So I think, I think this is going to pop the crowd and it's going to be a, a one way or another, probably a fun WrestleMania moment.
0: Fair enough uh let's go up to intercontinental championship gunter oh, did we pick versus, this
1: one i didn't pick this. oh we kind of we both um, we, well we both kind of i'm going to still say hard brock. pick i'm going to say brock but, but i
0: but i'm I could go either way i'm going to go with uh with uh almost but with a schmaz it's gonna be a swerve it'll be it'll be a run-in it'll be maybe that's actually maybe comes Lashley back year. out and
1: reunites with with all of them or what have you
0: who knows maybe the fiend pops out of the freaking <laughs> <laughs> whatever right like finds his way uh, in finds his way in somehow um I'm going to actually go almost with a a swerve. Brock's not going to lose clean. uh, Let's put it that way. Uh, Okay, yeah. Intercontinental Championship, Gunter versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Great workers. uh, But, I mean, Gunter. (laughs) It's Gunter all the way.
1: Here's my thoughts on this. Well, A, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be incredible. I mean, did you see the the Sheamus-Gunter match from last year? That was one of my favorite matches in years. I mean, they just slapped the shit out of each other. And, and Gunther is just incredible. I haven't seen him have, a, I don't think I've seen him have a single bad match in, in the couple of years I've been watching him. Um, so the question really to me is, are they ready to put Gunther into the main event and what's going to happen with the main event? And they at least indicated by, to me, by the end of the Royal rumble, that they see him there eventually because they like to do that in the rumbles. They always put one guy in the end, sometimes just in the final four. In this case, it was in the final two that maybe it's not now, but we're putting him with the people that are there now. So, you know, that so, you're starting to associate him with the bigger names and with being in the top tier. So, I'm not re- sure if they're ready to pull the trigger on that yet. I, I think I can see this go honestly, I can see it going anyway. I could see they extending Gunter's reign all the way to SummerSlam, and maybe by then he's ready for a Brock. And maybe Brock says, I'll go for the Intercontinental title. I never had that. Why not? And that could be a hell of a match. Or the, the other question I have is, could he be Cody's first challenger if Cody wins? Maybe. He's over enough to be. Um, I have another idea about that that we'll, we'll talk about. You know, we'll see where things go. But, um, man, I'm, I'm torn because... I could see, I could actually see Seamus getting it. I could even see Drew getting it and kind of turning heel. Maybe not in during the match, but kind of turning heel on Seamus because Drew's kind of been stale for a while. He always puts on great matches, but he's kind of been this doing this like I just want to get my big win against the WrestleMania against a you know in front of the live audience thing for a couple of years now because his big win was in the uh, the empty the empty arena WrestleMania um, when he was when he should have done that in front of uh, you know beat Brock Lesnar in front of a crowd. So I think that's kind of been his character for a couple of years now though. So he's over, but he's kind of been. Dale. So I could see them going in a direction of turning him heel, which probably might entails maybe screwing Seamus out of the Intercontinental title and running with that for the summer while we go off in another direction with uh, with, with Gunter and Imperium.
0: Yeah, I, Gunter, I don't think he's going to lose the belt at all. I think they're. I think he's re-legitimizing the intercontinental belt intercontinental belt, in a way that hasn't been done since, like, what, Honky Tonk Man. I would agree
1: um, with you if this wasn't a triple threat. If it was one-on-one against either, I would think 100%. But the triple threat gives them that out, that way to get out without him actually losing the title. And they love to do stuff like that when they don't want to beat a guy him in a situation where he can lose it without having to lose it so that's why i'm kind of wondering if that's what they're planning to do here
0: fair enough i mean but the only reason they would put on sheamus get the wrestlemania pop and then have like i i agree sheamus or drew is going heel in this match 100 um they, but that they, could happen they, after the match too you know that doesn't sure I mean, or, or next I'm just week saying that, or whatever, whatever yeah or a monday whatever it, that's happening uh and there's gonna be an, there's gonna be an angle between sheamus and and um and drew the only question is will they give the belt to Seamus just to have that extra little bit or put the belt on Drew and have a and have a with 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 Seamus that way. Um, you know that Drew might needs be a crew man.
1: Draw. Drew needs a crew. I mean Seamus has the brawling brutes and Gunter's got Imperium. Drew's is out there alone. I wonder if we could see like a, a Drew McIntyre faction with uh I don't know who.
0: He's going to be Scottish. They're just like, you know. Are there any Scottish wrestlers some, out there right now? That, get some midgets in, in, in dresses right now. We could outside. have
1: Scottish Vikings. Just rewrite history a little bit. Bring the Viking Raiders in. They it's look true. pretty good next to him. They, there's like swords maybe. That's the common theme. They all like swords. Or,
0: <laughs> or have like Braun Strowman and Ricochet just going, we always loved you. We, we Sure. We're, yeah, we, that we're works.
1: We've always been big fans of yours. We'll be on your yeah. team. Um, um, I think if I have to pick, I, I am gonna agree with you. I think I'm gonna go Gunter if if my money's if I'm putting money on it, which luckily I'm not because I don't bet on wrestling because it's psychotic. But if I was, I probably would take Gunter. But again, wouldn't shock me if they were gonna take it off him. It, I think if he wins it now, he's holding it till Summerslam. I mean that that that's yeah. I think they're gonna really like. All right, we're gonna give him a, a real run where it's just it's in the the annals of history so to speak um but if they're not doing that if they want to move him to the main event now then that's the situation i could see them sneaking it out with the triple threat thing
0: you know it really depends on who's going over between cody and romans and what their what their plans for cody going forward is um i i just my my gut says they keep it on gunter he's he's a more legitimate he's 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 sort of proven track record like with Sheamus or or drew you'd get a pop uh, you get the pop and you get some merch sales, but like I'm sure Gunter, uh, his sales must be good because <laughs> because he's, he's, he's a great heel that you love to hate because you love watching him. You love you love his work rate. Right. And he heals just enough. Like he's just he's got that just, you know, prickish, arrogant, uh, demanding, demeaning guy who doesn't look weak at all. It's it's a it's a really good it's a really really solid character. But
1: that's what I love so much about Gunter is that WWE especially they tend to make their heels cowardly with few exceptions. Even a badass like Roman Reigns, he begs off. He you know he's he's a cowardly heel. You never see Gunter so much as as begging off from in a match. You never see him you know leave the ring to get it. I mean Gunter is a badass in the ring and, and wrestles like he is the biggest monster out there. And he's never not afraid of anyone while being a dastardly heel Um, that that's rare with, with how they've approached heels in the last few years, but it's a reason I just love him so much. I mean, he's just, just incredible. And he's going to, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him over the next year or two. Um, Cause I could see him matched up against there's, there's so many guys to match him up against that. I'm just salivating at, at the possibilities.
0: Hell in a Cell. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, we're, we're both, like, we're saying Gunter's going to go over. Yeah. Um, Hell in a Cell, Edge versus Finn Balor. Uh, it's going to be Dark Edge or whatever his name is. Demon Edge uh, versus, or Demon, Demon Balor, Finn yeah. Balor. Yeah, D- yeah, Demon Balor and.
1: And probably, uh, like, a Brood Edge type sort of version of so him. So, I was guess. just
0: listening. I was just listening to your um, uh, your comic book show. Um, tell the people that one. I forget the name that of is, it. That
1: uh, is, oh, yes, the Second Print Comics podcast.
0: Second Print's comic, uh. uh that one (laughs) second (laughs) print
1: second print comics
0: this is still early in the morning for me um
1: yeah for everyone listening who's in my time zone uh jason what is it Four forty-five your time when you was when, when we started
0: 554 when we started was like yeah four forty-five. Yeah. so so, so you know if he's my a little prayers slow, have been answered my oh <laughs> thanks thanks mark i said
1: if i didn't say he is i said oh okay if, if something I, were I to heard, occur I, that would
0: <laughs> i i missed the if part i just got the he's he's a little slow well, you, but you've i like you're, him anyways
1: you're doing better than i would be at 4 4 at that time of the morning trust me i'm not a morning person it. at
0: all um so yeah, Edge Ed versus Finn Balor. Uh, we're going with the dark stuff uh, in Hell in a Cell, which is I think it's the best way to use Hell in a Cell. Um, it, don't I mean, make it should them- be
1: to blow off a feud, which it, it kind of became like now we just call a show Hell in a Cell, and whatever feuds happen to be coming on around that time, we'll just have one in a hell in a cell even if it's like a first match which that happened with a few feuds over the years where a feud would start and they would start in hell in a cell just because the timing of that show worked out that way and that to me was just so stupid this is the kind of gimmick that should only be used when a feud has just gone to the end and two guys just got to get at each other and so it's being used in the proper way at least i'd say now
0: yeah um what do we what do you think about what do you think about the return of edge
1: I think it's been decent. I mean, even at his age, what is he? Maybe he's, he's not that old as you would think because he retired when he was pretty young because of the neck injury. I think he was in his early 40s. So maybe, I think he's, like I think he's my forty. Age.
0: I think he's like 45 or 40. Yeah. Between 40, like 45 or 47
1: or something like that. Something like that. So, um, but he has made indications that he's planning to. Potentially, he's kind of alluded that this might be his last run, his last year. He's had some pretty good matches in this run. I mean, his feud with Rollins was awesome. He had some. He actually had a couple great matches in the pandemic and in the uh, the empty arena matches. He had a couple good ones with uh, with Orton that are a shame that they didn't really happen in front of a live crowd. Um, His 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 matches with Roman were good at WrestleMania two years ago, and then the one on one match. I mean, he's he can go, and he can still really go. Um, I don't know why, because I love both workers. I love Finn Balor. He's one of my favorite guys to watch edge too. For some reason, this feud, just doesn't do anything for me. And I don't know why, cause it should, it feels like it should. It's got all the elements there. Uh, the stuff with Beth Phoenix, the emotion, everything it's been, and it, there's been a lot behind it. I just don't really care that much about the feud itself. I'm sure the match will be good. Cause it, these two guys can go. So, um, but for some reason I'm just not, I just don't care. I don't care who wins.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of the whole problem with, um, um, with Finn and that whole his whole faction, like I, even even with the uh, with uh, Dominic, it's like I just uh, uh, like I, he's getting better. Like I actually felt that last time I watched one. Uh, I think the last Raw where uh, where I'm like, oh, okay, what? he's he's kind of getting I better love at Dominic. This. I love Prison
1: Dom. I, I didn't before, I but am. see, I think they found the right sort of merger of. For a while, he was kind of getting shit on because he sucks on the mic and comes across kind of he lame. Still sucks on the mic, but they they've leaned into it. It's almost like become part of his character to me now. So they they found a way to sort of embrace his his out of placeness and his and the absurdity of this character. I mean, when he when he went to prison and then came back out as the Vato, like to me that was gold. That was like that was gold stuff. And I think they just found this the right just the right point with him where he's annoying enough that. But but people actually like to boo him now. Whereas before it was just kind of like you're here because you're Ray Mysterio's son. We all know that, We're, whatever. And now I think there is actual genuine heat behind the character. Uh, I mean, when I watched SmackDown the other night and Ray finally popped him af- after all these months, like that crowd went nuts. I mean, and that's because of Dom. That's because of Dom's Dom's annoying douchey heel work. So you know, is he the greatest wrestler in the world? No, but he's gotten me into this storyline. So I, I will give him. Give him credit for that i think we kind of we merged into the into the dom storyline we can kind of make this the judgment day section
0: exactly because i mean because then then you have uh was it priest or whatever his name is yeah he's just kind of
1: who knows what he's doing in this one
0: discount roman reigns uh he's just he's just a muscle uh the, the breakout star of course is rhea ripley um and let's let's go let's let's do the whole thing (laughs) <laughs> let's track the whole, the whole gamut here. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Rhea Ripley's going to go over on that. If they don't, that they're the most stupidest people on the planet. Uh, it is because- kind of
1: weird though. Cause it, in just this feud, somehow, first of all, Charlotte's a terrible face. She's, she's never looked as a face. She's a natural heel. And but due to that, they're almost half presenting Rhea as the babyface here because it's all about her, like cu- culminating her journey, getting revenge for losing the the pandemic uh, or empty, empty arena match, and, and finding having her moment, which is kind of like a babyface storyline. But then she's still. Kind of with Dom and with Judgment Day, so it's it's confusing. The build itself is confusing, just in terms of the characters. But at the end of the day, this has to just be the this has to be how they just put Rhea over because it it is her time. She's been so over in the last year. She, I mean, her joining Judgment Day at first, I was kind of like, oh, she's just a little more goth than before now. But her as Dom's again, this is all back to Dom too. Her as the mommy to to Dom's poppy has just been hilarious, but also awesome too because she is badass in the ring she can body slam dudes um she can stand up to i mean there was a there was a a segment when um the the the, it was the bloodline was about to have a tag match with judgment day and solo stepped up and then Rhea stepped up to solo and and everyone was like ooh, because you could you could actually buy that she could go down with him that she could go toe -toe with him and that was i mean that's over so she has to just murder charlotte here i think
0: yeah i mean she's at first i thought she was kind of like a discount uh china and then i actually watched her work i'm like oh well okay. yeah, she's so much better than china <laughs> like so much better than china uh her her promo work is eh, but i think i actually don't think her promo work is bad i think this what they're giving her is garbage uh again some of the writing on the show like they put all the top talent with the bloodline and it shows that like you get a few few uh degrees of separation away from the bloodline and the quality just goes to garbage like really really fast mm-hmm. um and i'm not even saying that, that there's not better stuff out there or equals the equally as good stuff out there um but yeah it's the drop off in quality is is, is, is you can you can feel it um but yeah Rhea Raya is amazing uh top uh, all the accolades in the world so she goes over to charlotte um finn balor um uh, edge like you said i don't It never caught fire with me. Um, I could see Edge just putting him over um, because Edge doesn't need this win.
1: That's where I'm leaning, to be honest, because, I mean, in theory, you think, okay, culmination of a feud, Edge is going to win the feud, WrestleMania moment. Then you think, where are things going? Edge probably has maybe a year left, if you believe what he's saying. Um, I mean, to me, this was like, a one more lap kind of run. I don't think he's coming back for the next five or 10 years. I think this was always meant to be a final run, probably extended by the shutdowns and the fact that he didn't get to do a lot of that live stuff for a while. Um, so, and he's the kind of guy that I really think is, he wants to go out putting people over. And I think he really likes Finn Balor. Uh, there's been a lot of indications of that. So, and, and my predictions on this whole thing kind of tie into an overall theory that I think judgment day is going to come out of this as like The big dog faction maybe even replacing the bloodline depending on what happens there maybe even challenging the bloodline depending on what happens there but i think either way uh, i think the judgment day started off cheesy and has really become a, a pretty good faction Um, just in the sense that they they actually feel important. They feel like they matter. And I think if they're going to do something with them, they got to, they got to bring them out of WrestleMania all having come out on top. So I'm going to kind of make that a a group prediction. I think Balor is going to find a way to win that hell in the cell. It's also the demon thing. The demon never loses, except he did lose once to Roman Reigns. They can't, they can't have the demon lose twice or else there's no meaning to the demon. So I think the demon's got to get a win uh, win here. Uh, um, maybe a coup de gras off the top of the hell, hell in the cell. I don't know. But I, I think somehow, some way, um, all of the Judgment Day wins, which would, of course, include the next one, uh, the, the Dominic Ray match. But what, what do you think there?
0: Dominic and Ray, uh, I think Dominic goes over. You have to. He's got
1: to. There's no way Rey Mysterio is raising this kid as a wrestler from who knows what age he started training him and and having a WrestleMania match with him and not insisting that he put him over. Well, um,
0: imagine imagine the sacrifice too, because I mean, uh, Ray is going into the Hall of Fame, so if they're key, if they're Kfabing this, which I'm sh- I'm sure they are, Don can't be there for his own father's induction to, into the into the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah, because
1: hard. unless they want to add an angle where they interrupt him, but. They usually don't do stuff like that with the Hall of Fame. They actually try to make it about the respect to the person itself. So I, I, I'd be surprised if they incorporated an angle into it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So he's not going to be there in the. I mean, sure he'll be backstage and, and happy for him and, and all that. But yeah, to to kip that thing, they, they yeah. can't put him out there in the audience just clapping like like he probably should be.
0: Right. So I mean, I think if you're making or you're making that sacrifice, and again. Ray doesn't need that. Ray doesn't need that win. If we're, if Ray wins, that's the, that's the whole angle. Ray squad. can lose every match
1: and, and ever for the rest of his life and still be just as over. I mean, he's Ray. It's, exactly.
0: Uh, and he's like what? 47, 48, something like that. He something said he, like wants, that. he wants to retire by 50. Uh, yeah. so he's yeah, got I a few
1: Dom um, wins by via shenanigans of some kind, probably just some basic sure. cheating. Cause I think this feud continues. There's a Puerto Rico show next month. They're going to do something with yeah. this there. And I think ultimately maybe that won't happen now. maybe, Maybe SummerSlam. I think at some point you got to get the mask versus hair match with these two. That that's yes. the culmination. This is not the culmination of this feud. We just saw Ray finally hit Dom last week. We're not going to end the feud, so Dom has to win this. Yeah.
0: Uh, where are we at? Bianca Belair. This is women, Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Uh, I'm a big fan of both. Uh, I didn't didn't see being a fan of Bianca uh, when I first started watching about a year ago. I think I saw. I think the first the first thing I watched was uh Bianca versus um uh Becky Lynch uh, when Becky came back and I was like I don't know about this Becky person but 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 uh but Bianca's great like she's she's got it man like she's credible she looks great she's got that she's got that strength I hate the 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 hair thing um because I mean like it's just stupid. It's just
1: but, such a WWE thing. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. we're gonna
1: make it's not, I wouldn't mind if she just twirled it and sometimes that was her thing, but now they got to make it like they got to do three spots with it in every match. And it's got it's always the, the heels always got to pull. It. It's like, all right, enough with it. We know she has the hair, okay?
0: Yeah, uh, and Asuka has been amazing, like best Asian f- female Asian. Like, I always make this joke, this, you know, not to be not not to just include the racial uh, component, but like a lot of times it's just placeholder, right? Like, you go. Rant, he you saw this with, with uh, Lucha Libre ones all the time too. It was like random South American guy with a mask on, right? And occasionally right. get breakouts. Um with Asuka, it's like she's unique. It's it like her work style's unique, like everything about her is unique. I like I like they're using the, 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 the green mist thing with her. Uh, uh but here's another one. I thought she was a heel. And they're well. telling you she's a baby face. I'm like, really? Because it's another she one of those confusing
1: things where what would have made sense to me now maybe they're gonna. So she was kind of a, she was a babyface for a while. She was she's been a baby face for a while. She was teaming with Bianca a lot when we went before this feud, and then she came in at WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, at the Royal Rumble and had a whole new look that apparently was a harkening back to her her older days in Japan, um, which I don't know, but that's what that's what people are telling me. And she looked badass. She was used in the mist uh, in the in the Royal Rumble. Just had an awesome performance, and then she seems to have like reversed and backed into her character a couple of years ago, which I don't think you were really watching then. She was a great worker, but they kind of made her character kind of goofy, like she's doing a lot of like dancing, making silly faces. And now they kind of—it seemed like they were going into more of a badass direction. And now they kind of went back to some of that. I'm just kind of silly, but I'm gonna kick your ass. But I'm kind of silly stuff. And I, I, I wish they kind of pushed into the threat of her more in the build to this. The build to this match has, has sucked, and they're two great workers, so that, that's too bad. And I'm sure the match will be really good which makes me wonder what they're going to do with all this because uh, to me, this doesn't feel like she's in. she's been presented in a, in a way that she would believably beat who uh, one one wrestling podcast I refer to refers to her as Jane Cena. Bianca doesn't lose. She, just, she has only lost one time uh, in the entire almost two years of her reign. And that was to Becky Lynch in the surprise SummerSlam match where she, you know, kind of t- caught her off guard. She's not had a real, what you might call legit. I just got beat one-on-one. Um, in, in pretty much the two years that she's been on top here. So, um, I think,
0: yeah, I think Bianca goes over on this.
1: Yeah. I I think if this was built differently, I'd think they're going to, they're ready to go with Asuka and bring her in this new heel direction. What I could see happening, which I think is more likely now, I think Bianca wins handshake after the match and then we get the mist and then we get a real heel, heel Asuka after that and then maybe this is just the start of a feud and now she goes from she, maybe maybe that's why they're leaning into the goofy stuff now so to give more of the contrast if she goes full kind of like full heel I'm going to use the mist to win kind of like direction so maybe she loses this one kind of like what they did with Nakamura a few years ago against AJ Styles which was also an underwhelming match that didn't really end up going anywhere but they they used that match to have Nakamura lose clean and have him turn heel afterwards he said, oh I lost clean okay I'll be a bad guy now so i think they might do something like that where she loses clean but then she says all right well then i gotta i gotta whip out the the evil the evil tactics now and then we maybe continue the feud with with that sort of different dynamic
0: what do you want to go next? You want to do Awesome Theory and John Cena or Oh yeah. Well that's Rolls supposed to start Rose night. They they
1: didn't not only did they announce night one, they announced that starting the show, which makes me think like Cena's got a party that night or something. Like he's Cena's not sticking around till midnight. He's like, put me on first. I got a thing. I'm going to dinner with like, you know, who knows? Some Hollywood execs or what have you. So that's that's my John Cena theory. Um boy, man. <clears throat> This one, this one confuses me too, to be honest, because they really love Austin Theory. I didn't really like him that much, but he's he's won me over a little bit since since they had him lose the cash in and kind of repackaged him in a more serious way, ditched the selfie stuff. I've actually kind of been getting into his character a bit. Um, so I, I part of me, part of me, I could see this, I could see him squashing Cena. To I could see him just murdering Cena. Um, but the other part of me thinks. Cena's not done, and they have been get it. They have got Cena to that point where he does need one more world title win to overtake the Ric Flair reign. I think he's gonna get it at some point, and when that point can't be that far away. So maybe they're maybe they're gonna do that in the next year or two because I don't see them I don't see him carrying a WrestleMania anymore in a main event for a title. So so that seems more like a SummerSlam type, Royal Rumble type quick rain. And so maybe they still need to keep the aura of Cena up there and not have him get get crushed by this new guy. Um, I'm I'm not really sure what to think of this match. The the one thing that keeps getting me is that Cena said, you know, even if he beat me, you got to deal with the Raw after Mania crowd. So maybe he beats no him. I, I didn't really understand that either, but maybe he beats him to or else that comment doesn't go anywhere. I don't know if it's meant to go anywhere. Um, I can't see this being like a 20-minute match. Like, if this was Prime Cena and he can go 20 minutes, I think this could be an awesome match. I don't think we'll get that. So that's what. That's why I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Austin Theory. I'm going to go Austin Theory squash, but I'm, I'm, I'm not confident in that, too. I could see a Cena squash, too. Like, I, I'm really not sure what they're going to do with this, but I don't think it's going to be a 20-minute classic. And if it's not going to be a 20-minute classic, maybe just push Austin Theory here.
0: So the rumor is this um is that Cena was originally going to go against um uh sorry uh, almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine um no he was he was originally going to go against um uh why why is my brain not working right now Because uh, it's five in the morning
1: for you exactly, exactly. Is.
0: um was going to go against uh, cody Rhodes. uh that that was originally that's originally the pitch and roman was going to go against the rock but then the rock that that Mm -hmm. didn't work out so they switched it to and cody was getting so over that they switched it to cody versus roman uh which might play into if roman is actually going to lose this one Mm -hmm. but uh so then they but they had john so and if you have john cena you're going to use john cena so they kind of put this uh thing with austin together because it doesn't really make sense. Uh, if it wasn't a belt match, if Austin Theory didn't have the belt, I would automatically think John's just going to squash him um, or go over. That's and, the other thing, because I, I can't – sort of Is Cena really going to win the, 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 the U.S. title, base. you know? No. No. Why? Because
1: that would what mean he'd, he'd have to belt? have either defend it and go on a run or have a raw match or something and lose it, and I, I just don't see any of those things happening.
0: I think if they ever put the strap on it for one more time to break the record or whatever that, it, it'll literally be like for a day. Uh, one night yeah something right uh, and it'll be for the world championship it'll be the big belt it won't be what is it the united states championship what what, what the hell is that yeah. um yeah no i the thing is i don't this is what i don't understand is in the buildup to this is that they he squashed theory verbally like that whole that that exchange they did uh, when, he said, no one Boston? cares. No
1: one even cares about you. And they, they had to pipe in the, the cheers and the booze. And it's like, all right, that's a little that's a little too much. I mean, it's it's a very Cena esque sort of. I'm the shit talking battle rapper, but that actually like kind of transcended normal. I'm just going to put a guy down that actually like said, like, this isn't even someone worth watching. So I don't know if that's the best way to build. I'm sure he meant it to do it in a way that would generate heat, but it just kind of felt more awkward than anything else.
0: It also, because it, it didn't give Theory anything to do, it didn't give him anywhere to go, and they're not going to have. And it's not. It's not like um, Cena's on on the on the show quite often, so it's not even like the Theory can't even do like run-ins and screw with him or backstage right. shenanigans to kind of like build up heat. Like that was that was the the the, the promo that was going to like put this thing put this match over, and. Yeah, he buried him, man. He buried him hard. Like I felt bad for. Theory. like, this is not. This is not the feeling I should have for a heel. By the way, you know I'm not supposed could to use, feel sympathy for you.
1: Austin Theory could use a manager, a good manager. Yes, like a, yes. like a Paul Heyman. I don't want to say what. I don't want to have to be Paul Heyman, but like a Paul Heyman, you know, someone yeah. who is. Because he doesn't he he will eventually be able to just fully talk for himself. He's not a bad promo, but get Jim but he Cornette someone back. Else. Get him yes, back. I would love Jim Cornette with with Austin Theory. That oh my god, I would god. be a Wouldn't huge awesome theory fan. Yeah, Wouldn't
0: that, would that be, be amazing? Fan. Yes. Oh freaking make this happen, WWE. Uh okay. So who so what do we think in the end? We think Austin going over. I'm gonna go
1: Austin, but uh you know, I, I I can honestly see either way. It's a tough one. And and the other thing that throws me off here is that they've announced it as the first match. Are they gonna Are they gonna start WrestleMania with John Cena getting squashed? That uh, shit. No, it's I'm changing true. it. I'm saying Cena. Fuck it. LOL. Cena wins. Yeah.
0: I, I I think it's gonna be a theory win, but a schmoz. It'll be it'll be a swerve. It'll be a DQ. It'll be it'll be something, uh, which is a weird way to start. See if you do a DQ, that's a flat start. Yeah,
1: the fact that they're starting the, the night with this what, is just throwing me off because I, I don't know, or maybe Cena wins the U.S. title and gives it up the next night. It's like I got to go, I got to make a movie, have a tournament, and then you know, I don't know. But then that that makes Austin yes. Theory look look stupid too. So,
0: yeah, uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul.
1: Man, if there has been a big surprise in the last year, I, I almost want to say. I mean, it's both, Logan Paul, Both but. these guys
0: out of nowhere.
1: Wait, I mean, Rollins isn't a surprise to me per se because he's been a great worker for a long time, but he's, he feels like he's peaking. He feels like he's even better than he was like four or five years ago and he was already known as one of the best workers in the world. But
0: To be fair, to be fair, his song might be over more than he is. That's
1: <laughs> that, that is possible. I, I think it's equal though. I think he has the... At this point, he has the respect in the ring where, I mean, they basically were forced to make him a face because the crowd starts chanting along with his song, but he's just he's also just so good in the ring and such a babyface type worker that even when he... And he hasn't changed his character at all. As a face, now he's the same exact character. Does the cocky, the laughing? It's over the top, and I, I've come to love it. I actually thought it was a pretty stupid character when he first started doing this, and now I've just, I've just come to embrace the overtopness, over the topness of it, and the head games he plays with other people. I mean, this is going back a bit, but he when he dresses the shield against the match against Roman last year, like, I, I and the stuff with Cody wearing the um, the American Dream outfit, the the polka dot outfit in that Hell in the Cell match. Um, I just. I've come to love Rollins so much, and uh, he really needs a, a win because he hasn't. He 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 can. He's one of those guys now. He can lose every match and probably still be just as over. But he's really taken a lot of L's on 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 the big shows in the last year year and a half. I think his match against Riddle is like the only time he's even won on a big show. And the fact is, if there's no matter what happens with the main event. The one guy most poised to feud with either of the winners is Seth Rollins, uh, and I think he's he's got to get in the mix with with whatever happens after that. I could see them even like tossing him in there and making it a triple threat. I don't think he loses to Logan Paul, um, but the fact that I'm wondering about it is an testament is it really a says a lot about Lo, Logan Paul because you can tell you know say what you will about the guy he's kind of a douchey YouTube whatever the guy puts in the work like you can tell this guy worked really really hard and takes this very very seriously and has put in a lot into getting his character over and he he's the kind of guy you just want to see him get smacked in the face and he's really good at making you want to see that and that is just that's what wrestlers need to do and not only that but he can back it up in the ring somehow he's had amazing he had an amazing match with roman reigns in his like, second or third match of all time. That spot with Ricochet in the Royal Rumble when they collided in the center of the ring. I'm oh, so, so good. I'm incredibly impressed by Logan Paul. Even just his match last year, teaming with the Miz when he did the Three Amigos and did the Frog Splash. like I was like, okay, this guy's, this guy's working hard. So he impresses me a lot. But I do believe his contract is up. I'm sure he'll be back for other matches. I don't think he's a full-time wrestler. He's probably going to leave, maybe come back for next WrestleMania or something. It's time for Rollins to get a big win at WrestleMania, he did three jobs in a row for Cody last year. Put Rollins over here.
0: I agree with you. Here's the thing. Yeah, Logan's uh, Logan's contract actually ends, I guess, the last day of WrestleMania, or Saturday, whatever, this weekend.
1: I mean, he could sign um, a new one. It does isn't necessarily, but... Oh, I think he will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But probably not uh, that night.
0: <laughs> who knows? I don't know how these yeah, things work. Um, but but yeah he's gonna resign but but because his contracts oh is, is ending he's a rookie year thing I'm sure there's gonna be negotiations if they haven't been already um you know they, they got to think about the future of what they're going to do with Logan I agree with you I thought Logan I never thought I would I would be a big fan of Logan Paul uh, in any in any capacity on any platform but he's been so damn good. That yeah, you said like that thing he did with Ricochet, jumping into the middle of the ring, doing like a was a, cl- a clothesline in the middle of the ring. It was like I'm like what the fuck is that? Um, now it I made mean, no
1: sense if you start take two seconds to think about why that would happen just, in, in a just, Royal just, Rumble just, match, just, <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. So we let it, we give it a pass. It was a,
0: it was so good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was so over. Um, I, it, I, well, here's another one, right, where the booking was. I I didn't even swerve me, right, where he came in as a face, and that makes sense. Um, and he was kind of over as a face. I didn't. I, I, maybe I'm I, maybe I was missing something, but I, I felt he was fairly over, and then he just uh, over the course of, I think it was it was that Royal Rumble where he starts going heel, and it caught me off guard. I'm Like, wait, is he's he's heel now? Like, what's he's going such a on
1: natural with- heel? It, I mean, it's so much better oh, as a heel. It's perfect.
0: It, it's it's a way better angle. But again, with even Seth Rollins, like, okay, so it's Seth's uh, face now, like, I, um, okay, um, you're not yeah, supposed uh, to
1: think about this too much. Sometimes.
0: Here's my thing. I, it, it, look, I like things very, very simple. Right? And this is maybe, this is the show my age. What I used to always love about wrestling, I, I think wrestling, I think uh, I mentioned the Marvel method thing, right? Where, yeah. uh, you know, catching people up and, and giving having a clear product is the hallmark of wrestling in comic books, where you, anyone can tune in and not know what's going on, but if, in a very short period of time, you should know what's going on, who's feuding with who, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, and what's mm-hmm. this about, right? Why are they fighting? why are they fighting and who's who's good and who's bad who am i who am i cheering for if that isn't if that's muddied it it brings the whole product down because yeah. then you're like well wait a minute who's who's what what's going on right um so thankfully this feud is paying off i like it a lot i like i like the miz being in the middle of all this stuff uh uh I like you know, the knockout stuff from Logan is great. The they're, way they're, they're playing that. Well, yeah, they're I, playing
1: yeah. up that thing where they, he supposedly has a. I remember, I don't know if you were watching at the time when um, they did a thing with Lex Luger, which is based off a real thing. He got into an accident and had like a metal plate metal, in his arm. Metal plate, so, and that, yeah. that same thing with Logan, he had a thing with the bionic elbow. And, and he has like a bionic, not really bionic, but the, that's how they spin it in wrestling terms. He has like some, it's like a nail or something in his hand. They showed the x rays and everything. So now he's got the bionic hand, which is, it's one of my favorite things in wrestling, is the bionic, whatever it might be. Uh, they also had it with Brutus Beefcake, I think, when he wore, well, it's kind of the opposite. It was like a, a mask, but he, he, you couldn't hurt him in the head because when he wore the mask. It's like, well, little that's, stuff like he, that is so that's silly. Cuz he screwed up it. his head
0: in a parasailing accident. Yeah, well. that that's, uh, yeah, that, do, that was great. Just a, as a diversion remember the Lex Luger thing he actually, he had to have a a, a wrap around him. Oh, yeah, his arm but Jack Tunney
1: said it, he has to wear a pad over it to uh, yeah, for the safety of the other wrestlers. He would pull it off <laughs> and
0: then do it like as a as a foreign object move. Yeah, good times. Um okay, so we're saying uh, I agree with you I think uh I think um I I think they Put Seth Rollins over. He needs it more. Uh, you get a big giant. The pop will be insane. So yeah. uh, I think that's a good one. And he deserves. Uh, he deserves
1: a good Mania win, man. As I mean, he deserves sure. the pop. It's been a while. It's been. I can't even remember the last time he got a big. I think maybe he, when he beat Lesnar in 2019 to start the show was the was the last time he got a WrestleMania win.
0: So we've gone a bit long with this, and I appreciate you for sticking in because now we have. I'm sorry. Do, do you need to get? Going. No, I'm
1: good. I'm good. I think you're up against another show, but I can I can I can do this thing.
0: We I'm I'm pushing things back for, okay. for this. All right, this is this is the big one. This is
1: I just gotta watch Ring going. of Honor in forty minutes. I think we I think we'll be okay.
0: Well I I gotta pee pretty soon, so right. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. gonna have an accident here. You know, we're okay.
1: in the same age range when uh thinking about Peeing effects podcast planning because I there's not a podcast where I don't think about because I can't go that long because I'm gonna have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's it's, it's different. I do with Mark, with my, my co host and friend Mark, because I can always get up and go. Uh, I, I actually might get you on a, on a, on a, I might get you going and, and excuse things before this big actually, this is a situation, but uh, I want to hear your thoughts on the Usos versus Sami Zayn. So we Kevin love the, blood, the bloodline
1: clock. Cl- talk all into one one big package?
0: Les les, les boys from Montreal Uh, (laughs) call this tabernacle. It's, uh, I mean, how over, how freaking over is Sami Zayn uh, and how good does that feel to have like a genuine ground up baby face swell for a guy who came in and was doing like comedy spots?
1: What's great too is 10 years ago, Maybe a little more. Uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens were indie darlings known as some of the best workers online. I couldn't read, uh, you know, a, a, a dirt sheet or something without hearing about these amazing matches these guys were having even before I'd even seen them or knew who they were. Uh, Sammy's of course, was El Generico then. But when they came into WWE, it was like, oh, sweet. That's great for these guys. You look at them, though. You're like, These are not guys Vince is ever going to let be the main event. Like, you know, they'll probably have they good matches. Like, I mean, Owens came in right away and had beat John Cena. Um, and same thing with Sammy. He came in, didn't beat Cena, but had a match against Cena. So they were they valued them highly, but you just, you know, these aren't the kind of guys that are going to be in your main event. And they essentially are. I mean, I don't, there's rumors. It might be Rhea Charlotte. I think that would be a terrible main event. It hasn't earned the main event spot on, the, on night one to me, if you got to make this the main event of night one. It deserves the main event. This is a main event storyline. The entire Bloodline event uh, storyline is the main event overall with all of it. It just happens to be divided into two matches. Um, and this is one case where, while I could see it going either way in a sense, not really, because this has to be a Zane and Owens win. Unless they are doing something weird with them, because we did talk about it a little bit offline, that last promo they did was kind of weird, where Owens was kind of almost seeming like he was, I don't know, there seemed to be like At weird worst. implications. I, I think that they were just trying to get cute, and it, and it came off weird, because I don't think they would lay stuff that heavy in right before a match like that, when really this should just be about them winning. Even if one of them turns heel on each other, yeah, do it the next night. Like They need to w- have that moment against the Usos, they need to beat the Usos. I don't care what happens with Roman. I think you could have Roman win if the Usos lose, and then use that as the storyline. Well, you guys lost, but I still held up my end. Or you could have them all lose, uh, and, and have the bloodline just kind of like go from from there, um, fall apart, or whatever happens. But you, you you gotta have the Usos lose. They they have to. They have to.
0: They have to. Uh, I agree. Uh, like, look, you, you can't even. I, I, I've been thinking about this because like, we because uh, of that that promo with Owens where it's was like, he, and this is like the second time when he said things where I'm like this feel like he's like, he's jealous mm-hmm. or there's sowing seeds But it almost seemed to too heavy handed. Like
1: it was, it wasn't subtle. It was like almost like it was almost it reminded me of the, the, um, the Jericho thing when they were laying that mm. in with Jericho too. And then he, and then he turned heel on Jericho, but this felt so out of nowhere and in the middle of the, I don't know, but it, that did seem either they're doing it for a reason or they were trying to be cute and it came across weird. I, I don't know which one.
0: So, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm willing to say that maybe it was just bad scripting or bad delivery on the night. Who knows? It's The thing is that that was a second one where he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So oh, maybe I didn't know, see what, I caught it. There
1: was one on SmackDown and one was maybe I missed one of them. Yeah. And it was – Well, if it happened twice of, in a row, then that probably tells you it's meant to be something. Maybe it's just meant to throw you off the scent and, and suspect that they're going to turn on each other.
0: Who knows, right? I, there's there's, definitely feelings of swerve af- afoot. I could see them doing it
1: i hope um, it's the non-swerve swerve swerve. i hope the swerve is they make us think there's going to be a swerve and there's not and that's the swerve (laughs)
0: here's 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 the broader here's the broader conversation right is that is that wwe in two they're calling this roman era the wwe in 2021 or 2022 i can't remember cracked a billion dollars uh uh they just last year cracked a billion point five right with roman reigns being at the top bloodline being the top of the top of the I could see, especially now that uh, Vince is allegedly in the back room and they're looking to sell uh, and doing TV deals and all the rest of it. I could see them saying, Look, we have this commodity of the bloodline. It's selling tickets, it's putting people in seats. We went from a billion, we went from whatever it was before that to a billion and then from a billion to billion point five. Don't fuck with it, right? Keep the belts on the bloodline. We're going to keep the bloodline thing going until literally we start losing money. Like, and when that happens, then we'll we'll discuss. I could see that being a, a, a possibility. However, it's like you if you do that, you you kill Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like you kill that entire push. If they don't win tonight, it's that's a, that's it. It's over. Like you'll never be able to get that back to to where it is right now. Where yeah. people like that, Sami Zayn versus uh, Roman Reigns fight. Like I was on the edge of my seat it made me stand up i I gotta like and I kind of knew that Roman was gonna win, but fuck it, it was good. <laughs> I mean, that's the best was-
1: wrestling when they make you suspend your disbelief so much that even when you know the outcome and we all knew the outcome, I bit on that too, like because there's party that's like maybe they will, maybe they and they they laid enough doubt in there that that and they and they layered the match structured the match in a way that it. It made everyone think, well, maybe and then if there's if there's just an en- they only need just enough, maybe for, for you to keep that from for that to be an exciting, exciting moment.
0: Yeah. And again, Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, I think that's a that's a really great tag team if they put that together for a little bit. Cause they have no tag team. I'm just thinking of them. Um,
1: like I'm I'm trying to think of like the, the bloodline has been on top for so long that we haven't seen a ton of like different matchups at the top of the card. And that's kind of what I'm leaning where I kind of do want to see them all lose, even though there's, I see a lot of potential continuing the storyline. I, I see a lot of potential in Roman continuing on past the thousand days. That's the, my biggest holdup with Roman is that they keep mentioning that he's almost at a thousand days and they love the big numbers and maybe they just want him to get to the thousand days. But the other part of me is like, ah, I'm ready for some new matchups and there's a lot of potential huge matchups, by having these if, the, these potentially new champions
0: I'm, yeah I, I i just think for blow-offs too where else are you going to keep doing this uh, uh, usos versus kevin uh and and sammy if if picture this jason
1: with, kevin owens and sammy Zayn against braun Strowman and ricochet i want to see that match
0: i would against love to the,
1: see the that viking match. raiders i'm seeing would, that match
0: i would love to see that match but again it can only happen if they beat the Usos. If they don't beat the Usos, it doesn't matter. Then they, they, they then they're they, not a tag team anymore probably. They're probably. not a tag team and fuck it, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, so yeah, I think they have to go over. Uh which brings us to the big one. Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Uh I have I again didn't expect to be this over with Cody Rhodes, but goddamn it. I'm 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 marking out. I'm marking out to uh to Cody Rhodes, man. Uh he's great. Uh, he's uh, he's so good the little it's all the little things mm-hmm. all the little things he's doing when he comes to the ring the song the presentation the crowd work the interactions with hayman everything he's like he is projecting he's doing john cena better than john cena
1: yes and it's, it's it's one of those things where i kind of feel like i shouldn't be that into cody like when you just tell me it's cody rhodes i'm like eh, i don't know cody rhodes But then when I actually watch the TV and actually watch his segments, I see why he's in the position he's in. He really is super over and really has taken this long career of WWE through the Indies, through AEW, being even an executive. I think he's learned so much that he's finally able to put it into what is a true main event character. And I I think for that reason too, like I, I do kind of feel like he's got to win here because I hate the whole win in a rematch. You know, I don't want to see him win it at SummerSlam. I, I I don't want to see him win at Backlash. I Like, if you're gonna have him win, do it at WrestleMania. Do the thing that Dusty never got—the big stage, huge world title win—and please don't give us a Dusty finish. Just don't do that. Just please don't do that. Tease a Dusty. I, I think they should tease a, a Dusty finish. Because they as a callback, yeah. but don't no, make that Roman, Roman.
0: Roman has to kick has to kick out of the dusty finish, and right. then get beat by the crossroads, right, right. or whatever, uh, right.
1: or five crossroads in a row, whatever it might be. What what I'm kind of curious is the what's going to surround this match? Because I think for Roman to win, you have to storyline wise, you have to eliminate the Usos and Solo Sokoa out of the picture because they are who they're why he wins every match at the end. When he finally gets in too much trouble, that's why he wins. Is their interference? Maybe, maybe the Usos. Whatever happens with Sammy, something. Maybe they lose and they get upset and leave the arena. I don't. I don't something like that. I don't know. Or maybe Roman tells them there he doesn't need them around. And but you still have Solo. Um, I, I'm kind of curious if I, maybe in the the tag match or in the main event, I am curious if we see someone come and take out Solo. And I could see this It'll being be either Randy Orton or Matt Riddle, who were both put out Whoa. by the Bloodline. Um, and that's it. And that is if they did if they did somehow decide to keep it on the Usos, that would be a natural feud to go back to if they were ready. Or, I mean, just even if you don't, even if you let Kevin Owens and and, and Sammy take the titles, you could still have Randy and Norton feud with the bloodline took us out and, and carry that over the summer. And then that could be kind of be their direction. Um, it's kind of, I like the idea of sending everybody in new directions that we haven't really seen yeah. them in. I don't know if they'll do that, but if you're going to do it, you may as well just go all the way. Um, and and then you can go into the, the breakup of the bloodline, the Jey Uso stuff. I really would like to see at the end of that tag match, Kind of a, a, even if it's not a full handshake, like a, a respect nod from Jay to Sammy, a point, something that gives you that little, like, all right, we still kind of like Jay. We still know he's he's loyal to the bloodline now because of everybody, but, but we still know that he, we still we remember that Jay being abused by Roman Reigns. We know that in there, there's a good guy that is friend that really does like Sami Zayn, and we want to like him. And they they're gonna keep laying those seeds because I think main event Jay Uso is eventually what we get out of this, and uh, maybe that's what finally ends the bloodline, um, like SummerSlam or something. Roman and Jay, and Jay finally gets that win after three years of the of the storyline.
0: Jay's great. Um, Jay's awesome. I mean, I, I like I like both of them, but like I think Jay, yeah, is gonna be the breakout. Uh, talent, at least initially, anyways. Um, yeah, well, uh, Randy Orton is r- is rumored to be he's going to be at W. Uh, he's going to be at WrestleMania. If he uh, if backstage.
1: he can do an RKO, it, I would not be surprised. Solo Zakoa gets taken out by by a Randy Orton RKO or or Riddle because Riddle was taken out directly by Solo. But I think for the storyline, you have to t- for Cody to win. Part of this has to be. All his friends neutralized everyone else, you know? So maybe his friends, Sammy and Noan, cancel out the Usos, and someone else comes in. Randy would make the most sense storyline because he does have that. He did do the hug with Cody when he came back. They have the history. Randy would make a lot of sense to be his, like, next buddy to come back and just not help him win in the sense that he touches Roman because I want that to be clean. But getting rid of all the distractions, I I think you could use him or Riddle for something like that. Yeah, I agree. And we got a huge pop. I mean, if Orton comes out and RK out and out of nowhere. That's gonna drive that. I mean, you're gonna hear the hugest, one of the hugest pops in mania history if you're not expecting it.
0: 100. percent And also, I mean, even if you are expecting it, because because yeah. what else are you gonna do? Bring in bring in Dustin, and <laughs> right, have yeah. Dustin do do an angle. That like, would be no, actually at
1: deflating at this point. That would be too small. Yeah, really, thing. do not. Especially because he said, "My brother works somewhere else." Isn't it about my family? It's like, okay, then, then, then don't show me your brother. <laughs> even if he comes in eventually, I don't, yeah. he can't be around this. It's got to be. What you said in your promos, you on your own doing it on your own. You can have help from your friends that neutralize the distractions, but the win has to be Cody. Just three crossroads in a row on Roman. I mean, that that's got to be how it ends.
0: I believe. I I completely agree with you. If if not now, uh, I, I just think you'd actually put the bloodline storyline in danger because you could always yeah. come back with something. You could come back with a with a with a babyface bloodline down the road. Sure. Um, yeah. I, the outside talk is that Roman wants to take a break. Uh, he's exploring acting yeah, stuff. Pretty well-deserved
1: so, one after the last couple of years too. Yeah, I think so.
0: Right. And if he's taking a break till SummerSlam, then he can come back, uh, You know, lick his wounds and come back. And if they want to present him as a face or do something else with him, cool with him that way mm-hmm. they can. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I,
1: whenever he wants, he's, I mean, he's already got it acknowledge me plus city name. him. he's got the babyface thing that they can flip that switch anytime they want. But I think there's, there's so much heel to be drained out of him still though. I mean, even if it goes in a different direction and he's the heel for Jay or what have you, I think there's a lot more heel to milk out of him, but he's got another big baby face running him before I think before his career winds down.
0: And some of the best Heyman work, I mean, ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, heyman's one of those guys just keeps getting i mean better than with brock
1: he was almost unnecessary sometimes with brock but with roman he's really an integral part of the entire picture that he is the 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 wise man the master master manipulator he is the reason that roman reigns is not just a wrestler anymore he's the reason he's the tribal chief and he's such an integral part of this thing
0: yeah all right that brings us to the full card
1: was cody your (laughs) official pick
0: Cody's my fix. Yeah, I, for
1: sure. I, that's what I want and think should happen. But there is that part of me that's like, I don't know, man. Every time we think there's a storyline where it makes sense for Roman to lose, he doesn't. And now we're still close to a thousand days. That's where my doubt comes in. But I am going to agree with you. I'm going to say Cody because I, I really think they, they do got to pull the trigger at some point. And if not now, then I feel like if not now, they have to wait. They almost have to wait the whole other year because I think well, if, at this point, now, it's got to yeah, end if, at a
0: WrestleMania. If not now, they have to wait till you get the rock in. Yeah. And which
1: could st- not, which was the plan for this year and didn't happen. So can you really even bank on that? Even if he says, yeah, maybe I'll do mania next year. Like, come on, he's making no, so even, much more money to do so so much easier things got, than right. wrestle.
0: And if they got the rock in I can see them going to thousand days or over a thousand days. Cause then, cause then, uh, Ram- Roman could beat the rock at WrestleMania big thing and then go and, and lose to Cody and at SummerSlam. Um, not as big of a moment necessarily, but you know, then he's passed his thousand days, and yada 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 yada, yada right? Uh, because of Cody having that um peck injury, and which got him over, uh, was was amazing, but yeah, you know, I think that's also screwed up their, their timeline a little bit. And with the rock not being available and all that stuff, I think I think this is it. Like, if not now, I can't see Cody being any bigger. Like, I can't see them if Cody loses here. And then they have to rebuild him to SummerSlam. I don't mm-hmm. see him being any bigger than this. Like no. he's so freaking over. It's like it's now. It, yeah. This is it. You know. Yeah, and then there's so many.
1: There, and there's so many possibilities. Especially if Roman wants a break, I could see you maybe wanting to keep riding him. But he he deserves a break. He was supposed to take a break like last summer, and this kind of never really happened. Um, yeah. I think he kind of like took like a mother to sort of off, but not really. Um, so yeah, I think and the part of my judgment day theory from earlier is I think they're going to emerge as like the top faction sort of displacing the bloodline, at least maybe temporarily. Maybe we come back to the bloodline after the summer. But I mean, that's part of why I think I see Finn going over edge. Cause if that's the case, Finn Big heel. I just beat Edge in the Hell and Cell at WrestleMania. Uh, Finn versus Cody. That's a. I love that feud coming out of uh coming out of it. And you could even do. Then you could do. You could go. Uh, you know, Dom and Priest have a feud against um you know against uh, K- Ko and Sammy or something like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of possibilities for like another six man almost because Cody and Sammy, if they all win, they're almost like a mini faction and one that I see. You know they're not going to ride with three babyfaces holding all the titles for too long. So somebody would probably lose it fairly quickly, and that would probably be the, the tag team, I would think. I don't that think that would... So maybe they'll run for, with it for the summer at, at most, but I don't see that being something that goes on for years or anything. Um, but I do like the idea of some interesting matchups. And I, to me, the most interesting one is 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 uh, Finn actually getting a real, real main event heel push against Cody. And he'd be a perfect first challenger because he'd, he'd be believable, he'll do great matches, and he can lose to Cody and be fine because Cody shouldn't l- lose his first challenge anyway.
0: No, I mean, I think I think if they put it on Cody, I, I don't think they'll do another two year uh, undefeated. No, no, they'll they'll do more of a John Cena like back and forth, maybe yeah. not sixteen or seventeen times, but we'll see. Because um, I think, I mean, Cody's at thirty seven now, so he's got to maybe. Yeah, he could he could have a bump or two pops. in the road
1: on on his reigns. You know, lose to a yeah. Gunther, win it back a couple months later, kind of thing.
0: Exactly, but I mean, I think he's going to have it for a while. I think unless someone else comes out of nowhere and becomes a new top baby face, I don't see it. Like he's, he's so over. It's disgusting. (laughs) And and, you paid him, you paid him big money
1: to come in and be a big star. He is a big star. Pull the trigger. I mean, it's time to do it.
0: Yep. I totally agree. Mark, any last thoughts, any last words, uh, do your dear do your bit let everyone know where to find you
1: well yeah I guess I should mention everything I do I, I I diverted my bio from earlier into just talking wrestling so I guess I should say that I also host the Mark Claire show uh, where I get into subjects like I, I don't really get into pro wrestling but maybe I will a little bit we'll see um, but I get into let's, you know, let's
0: make something happen maybe we say. should maybe
1: that's a good idea so um but yeah I get into like religion spirituality a little bit of entrepreneurship um, and I have a really fun time doing that uh, because I don't really do politics so much as I, as I did for many years on lines Liberty and uh, I really enjoy talking about non-political things it turns out including comics as we mentioned my comic book podcast with my friend Remzo martinez second print comics and uh yeah i there have been rumors and uh, and whisperings of um people like me and buck getting together starting some wrestling podcast i don't know maybe maybe this is another connection maybe because my thing is like i don't want to do another podcast where i'm doing everything because i can't do that but maybe some kind of conglomerate thing i don't know well, let, we'll i will we'll i keep will keep the conversation happy.
0: open. I'll be more than happy to produce that. Uh, just right. well, to shine if that's sho-
1: an offer. Then that that takes a lot of it off because a lot of it is like I just don't want to have to produce something
0: else. No, 100%. So. Just to shine your shoes a little bit, Mark. For anyone's listening uh, on my channel or your channel, you're like right now. You know, attention is is uh, is a commodity, right? Right? Like uh, the, the the Armani thing. It's like it's, it's a bit precious, especially with a two year old and everything else of like that. So my who I pay attention to a lot is 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 quite limited. And you're a show that I do not miss I well, make sure you. I watch all your stuff yeah I mean, it's seriously it's it's some of the best some of the best podcasting out there uh thank you. you that
1: means a
0: ton to me um hey man it's it's just I'm just being honest uh Uh, You know, you're one of those guys like like Buck Johnson, who when I listen to you guys, it's like it makes me want to elevate my game. Uh, You know, it's like, okay, what are these guys doing? I study like I'm listening not just to what you're doing, to, 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 to who you're talking to, but like how you're doing it and what you're doing. I think you guys are brilliant. Uh, well, thank you. Because some, yeah.
1: sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. So the <laughs> the fact that it comes across that way uh, means I must be doing something right.
0: Keep it up, man. Uh, <laughs> you, you 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 little idiot savant. Because uh, because uh, it's uh, it's really good. It's really good podcasting. Yeah. I appreciate thank it. you. Appreciate. That. And again, thank you so much for making for uh, taking the time to talk to the to this. You yeah, over here. I mean, you, you uh,
1: got me at the peak of my yearly wrestling interest. No matter what, the WrestleMania week, I, I get excited. and I'm ready to talk talk uh, you know talk anybody's ear off. So my wife will appreciate as well that I got a, lot of, a little bit of this out of my system that she doesn't need to hear all of it. She'll she'll, she'll I, still hear a lot of it, but she doesn't need to hear all of it.
0: I am sure that you and I will be talking a lot on Twitter publicly about this over the whole weekend. So anyone who's listening to this, uh, if you're listening to this during the uh, April first of April weekend. Uh, come over to Bit podcast on Twitter or Mark Claire uh the, the real Mark Claire show uh, it's at Is Mark Claire show just Mark Claire show. show uh and uh yeah follow us on Twitter because uh, it's we're going to be talking quite a bit about this I'm <laughs> sure uh again Mark thanks for that. we'll we'll talk to you soon thanks a lot Jason